This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org. This is Dave Iverson. Drug development is like any long gestating project. There's a lot of work, a lot of waiting, and more than a few obstacles to overcome. And while 2014 won't be the year in Parkinson's research when the long-awaited delivery takes place, it has been a year where significant leaps forward occurred. These are new types of therapies um, that we're investigating. We are really doing work in a new frontier. Michael J. Fox Foundation CEO Dr. Todd Scherer says the potential for breakthroughs has never been closer, both for managing the day-to-day symptoms of Parkinson's as well as finding a way to target the cause of the disease and slow down its progression. Many of the studies that are building off of our increased understanding of the disease and new technologies have now taken hold, have gotten both positive results in testing in the clinic, but also now have gotten significant funding in order to move those projects forward where we might see them in a relatively short time getting to people with Parkinson's. When it comes to disease management, the big development this past year has been the advancement of new ways to even out the on-off cycle, those peaks and valleys that occur when levodopa, the standard Parkinson's medication, both kicks in and wears off. We've known since the advent of levodopa that the peaks and valleys can be improved if we can improve the delivery of the drug to get a more continuous amount of the drug to even out the day. And really, this has been a delivery issue, how to come up with better ways to deliver the drug that give you that continuous exposure that you don't get from the oral administration we currently have. So there's been a lot of advances in delivery technology that we're now being able to apply to Parkinson's. Those new delivery technologies focus on two approaches. One would just get the drug into someone's system faster in order to provide more immediate relief. These include an inhaled form of levodopa that works much like an asthma inhaler and another medication that would dissolve on the tongue. Two other approaches focus on providing more continuous delivery of the drug, either in the form of a patch or a pump. All of these are entering late-stage clinical testing and have a lot of promise for evening out the day and providing people with options to deal with the unpredictability of a day if they do ever wind up in an off cycle. This will have a profound impact for people with Parkinson's disease. We did a survey earlier this year of 4,000 Parkinson's patients, and one of the greatest sources of disability based on their own responses was the off period. And if we could really reduce that off period, there would be a great decrease in disability. Assuming final testing goes well and these new approaches receive FDA approval, Scherer says they should all be available within the next few years. But 2014 was also the year when the effort to attack alpha-synuclein and the cause of Parkinson's took central stage in the fight against the disease. Alpha-synuclein is the protein that sticks together in Parkinson's, forming toxic clumps that researchers think cause neurons and other cells to die. And now a new treatment targeting those clumps is advancing into human trials. What's really exciting is that for the first time, we are moving potential therapies targeting alpha-synuclein into people with Parkinson's. 
So this has now no longer become just a theoretical laboratory investigation, and we've really hit that inflection point of the true translation of this knowledge into potential therapies. The therapy now being tested would work like a vaccine. The idea is to give people a drug that would allow the body to develop alpha-synuclein antibodies that would then ward off the formation of those sticky toxic clumps. The vaccine is actually just one of several anti-alpha-synuclein approaches now under development. But there's also an additional challenge. Right now, we can't measure or image alpha-synuclein in the brain of someone with Parkinson's. And you can't really determine whether your drug is successful if you can't measure what you're doing. Without the yardstick, without the ability to understand if these medications are doing what we want them to do, we're just shooting in the dark. If we can develop, and this will be a major focus the foundation has, if we can develop those better yardsticks, it will only encourage more people to invest and be able to test their potential therapeutics. All of which means that as 2014 comes to a close, the field of Parkinson's research is at a critical juncture where both opportunities and challenges abound. I think that right now we have the most exciting opportunity we've ever had in Parkinson's research. And I'm quite optimistic because we have so many new approaches that are being tested. I think the challenges that we face become more urgent So I think, for example, developing biomarkers and developing these yardsticks become more and more critical. So I think we have a lot of opportunities, but we have to stay clearly focused on the challenges that we face so that we can make sure that we have the greatest chance of a success. And to learn more about the state of Parkinson's Research 2014, join us for our next Third Thursday webinar on December 18th as we focus on what happened this past year and what the challenges and opportunities are for the year ahead. I'm Dave Iverson. This is Michael J. Fox. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Learn more about the Michael J. Fox Foundation's work and how you can help speed a cure at michaeljfox.org.